Welcome to this podcast of Sound Off for March 15th, 2021 with your host, Nate Lauks. Nate's topic today is raising the minimum wage. Now here's your host, Pastor Nate Lauks. Hello, friends. Today is Monday, the 15th of March, and this is Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle. My name is Nate Lauks, and it's an honor to be your host today. I'm glad you're with us for the next 40 minutes or so to have a civil but important conversation on matters related to your life and community. Now it's Monday, which means it's time for mine and your favorite segment, What Are Legislators Doing Anyway? This is the time of the show where we track some of the bills that are being passed and debated in our Indiana legislator so that when we have Pat Boy or Jim Pressel or Ed Charbonneau or Mike Bahachik on the show, we know what to ask them. So first up, House Bill 1068, the idea of local justice councils passed the Senate Committee on Corrections and Criminal Law. The councils would include police, public defenders, prosecutors, and mental health providers in determining whether someone should remain in jail or have other treatment solutions. Members of the committee include Senator Karen Tallian of uh, Michigan City, uh, Northern Porter County area, who voted yes, and Senator Mike Bahajic, who did not vote. There was not a no or a, a, a yes or a no vote there. Previously, Representative Pat Boy and Representative Jim Pressel both voted for the bill in the House, so we'll be following that. Senate Bill 54. This Senate has a plan to encourage schools to help children fill out the federal application for college financial aid, which if you have been to college or you've helped a child get to college, you know this is called the FAFSA, which is a fun word to say. If passed, schools will receive more funding if enough students complete the financial aid form. Again, the state wants to encourage more kids to go to college or just, you know, essentially to apply for it. That way, if they want to go to college, it's already there. Uh, if passed the Senate, it did already pass the Senate on a 27 to 20 vote with Ed Charbonneau and Karen Tallian voting for it. Well, Mike Bahachik voted against it. Last week, it passed the House Committee on Education with a 13 to 0 vote. It'll now move to the House Ways and Committee to get a proper hearing. And this has been your Indiana Legislators Week in Review, or what I like to call, what are your legislators doing anyway? So let's talk about today's topic, minimum wage. Did you know that the minimum wage in America was first made law with the Fair Labor Standards Act of 1938, when Dennis was just a wee man, which established a federal minimum wage of 25 cents an hour, though it didn't cover executives, seasonal employees, and some other groups. Former President Roosevelt said, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, rather, said it seems to be equally plain that no business which depends for existence on paying less than living wages to his workers has any right to continue in this country. The Indiana minimum wage is tied to the federal minimum wage, which is $7.25 an hour. The Indiana minimum wage was last increased in 2008 and uh, when it was raised by 60 cents. State Representative Pat Boy put forward House Bill 1345, but it didn't make it past an uh, Employment, Labor, and Pensions Committee hearing. It was slowly increased the minimum wage to $11 an hour by December 31st, 2022, if it would have passed and even got a hearing. So what do you think? Should there be a minimum wage increase? You can make your voice heard today by calling or texting the Liquor Vault on Airline at 219-362-0522. Or you can email the studio at soundoff at 967theeagle.com. 
I'd love to hear from you today. I'd love to get your opinion on what it should be. Now, I want to I want to preempt some things here real quick. There's all kinds of bills, a $15 minimum wage, these kind of things. We're not really talking about a $15 minimum wage. We're talking about any minimum wage increase, whether it's to $8 or $10 or $11 or $15 or $25. It doesn't matter. Do you think there should be, at any rate, a minimum wage increase? All right, let's get to the callers. Hello, you're on Sound Off. How are you? How was your weekend? Well, call, hey, those of you that called, you call back. I'd love to hear from you. Um, you can call back, and I would love to hear... I don't know what happened. It was, let's just be honest with ourselves right now. It was probably my fault, um, but you never know. So um, what I like to do is I like to blame this on Dennis because I'm the one with the microphone. So let's get to another caller. Hello, you're on Sound Off. How are you? How was your weekend? Hey, good afternoon, Nate. Uh, weekend was okay. How about you, buddy? You know, uh, it was great, actually. The uh, cold today is a little bad, but, you know, good weekend. So what's your thoughts, man? I know I just had to I just had to get out and about for an appointment, and I was shocked at this uh, the, the cold weather. But anyway, um, hey, uh, on this minimum wage thing, uh, yeah, no, uh, well, like we say, fifteen, no. I could actually see a dollar seventy five increase. I could see it going to nine dollars. I think that's pretty healthy. Like you say, the last time it was sixty cents. I think this, you know, nickel and diamond and quartering it and sixty centsing it. No, make it a little more substantial. But I am absolutely opposed to uh, starting someone out at like fifteen bucks. Uh, where's your room for growth? Uh, we talk about uh, businesses and who's going to incur this expense. Well, it's going to be uh, ultimately the consumer down the line because that's what the owners of the businesses are going to have to put it on. It's not like they just have extra money just uh, materialized and they says, okay, everybody you know gets this gets all this dough. So. Uh, I, I, I'm a little weary there that it could put people out of business, like we talked about with this pandemic. Um, but a big increase, and let me let me say this, and maybe John is listening. Uh, in fact, John called our show last Saturday uh, about this too. We had a little conversation on this, and uh, he had said that uh, you know if you look at it historically, he said gas prices should be about one third of what the minimum wage is and he took it back into the 70s and he said for example if gas was um you know 35 cents a gallon or something your minimum wage was a dollar ten that could have been 60s or 70s actually and so now if you're looking at it and i I think i just did some quick math uh and you're saying that gas price is where it is today uh your minimum wage would be like eight dollars and some change so you want to make it nine I, that that would be my opinion, Nate. I guess uh, long story into it. All right. Well, thanks for calling, Jeff. Have a good week, bud. Okay, buddy. All right. All right. See you next time. Bye. All right. We have another caller here. Hello. Welcome to the show. How are you? Welcome to Sound Off. Glad to have you. Fine, sir. How are you this afternoon? <laughs> I'm doing well. How was your weekend? Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Uh, I, I can assure you last Monday I was down at the State House speaking with uh, Representative Pressel and some other people. They are extremely busy down there. Yeah, yeah. We, that's why we like to give a little bit of an update on kind of some of the things they're doing so people know, again, you know, just because you don't hear them or see them doesn't mean they're not working. So, yeah. Hey, uh, on this minimum wage deal, folks, you can't pay starting out salaries at the top end. And I don't know a lot of business owners here on, here on a farm. We're, we're well above minimum wage. We can't find people to sit in an air-conditioned tractor cab and drive a tractor all day. 
So paying them more money, I don't believe it'll make them work anymore. And do you really think that all businesses, everybody just thinks, well, the business should just take less profit by hiring wages, by increased wages. That's not how business works. If you're selling a product for X and you're paying $10 an hour to your help, if you take them to $15 an hour and you have to go 2X for your product and no one buys it, what have you accomplished? Just like when they used to pay the people that uh, built the cars five, six bucks an hour. A car might have cost five, six thousand dollars then. Now they're paying them thirty dollars an hour and a car is fifty thousand dollars. And so every time you get that wage increase, are you actually getting a wage increase or are you paying more for the products you want to buy? And that and just and not all cars, but anything you do. Wages drive the cost of living higher and higher in this country, always have and always will. So I just, most jobs do not start out at $7.25 an hour anymore. And those jobs also are not a job that you're supposed to be feeding your family and retiring on. You're supposed to improve your life and not expect everybody else to do it for you. So I, I just, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that the minimum wage should, uh, I don't think we need to have a minimum wage. Uh, businesses will do what's best for it. So thank right. you. Thanks so much for calling, but have a good week. All right, let's get to another caller before break. Hello, you're on Sound Off. How are you? How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Uh, thanks for calling. What's your yeah, thoughts? Uh, listen, uh, uh, you know, it, it sounds good, but, uh, you know, at a time like this when uh, the numbers of jobs are uh, really low right now, it's kind of, uh, I think it's kind of crazy to uh, try to uh, move up the minimum wage that much. We already have this huge absence of jobs anyway, so we're sort of asking for a uh, increase, pretty major increase, at a time when the jobs aren't even there. Yeah, um, you know, Indiana's uh, unemployment rate just dropped again down to 4.3%. So anytime you're under 5%, you're doing pretty well. And so we're at 4.3% here in um, Indiana, which, again, you know, doesn't say that everyone that wants a job has one, and that certainly doesn't include the underemployed, but... Um, right, and, and, and that's a that's a point uh, that part of what I'm trying to bring up too, and that is, uh, uh, are these jobs that are, you know, are these part time jobs, you know, what are they? What are the in the numbers? Since you're just talking about, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. I know that there are, uh, according to the latest uh, Bureau of Labor uh, uh, statistics. There are one point about 1.8 million people in America, a little under 3% of America's workforce, uh, that is getting paid minimum wage. But again, minimum wage, that's the federal minimum wage. There are states that have minimum wage that are higher. They would not be counted in that. For instance, if a state has a $10 minimum wage, they're not counted in that statistic because they only count those that are getting paid the $7.25 minimum wage. So... Um, so there's about, I think, you know, there's about uh, a little over, or about a million and a half to, to three million, uh, or sorry, a million and a half to two million people that are getting paid uh, $7.25 an hour in the uh, uh, United States. Hmm. Okay, something to consider. Yeah, thanks for calling, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. All right, well, um, show's going quick. We got callers, we got texters, we got Facebookers, all, all, all coming through. But it is time to take a break and listen to those amazing sound off sponsors. You love them. I definitely love them. We all just, we, we just love them. So stay right there, and we'll be right back in just a few minutes on 96.7 The Eagle. 
Hello, friends. Welcome back to Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle. I'm your host, Nate Lauks, and we're talking about the federal minimum wage. It's been 12 years since the last federal minimum wage hike. The longest span, the baseline wage, has gone without an increase since it began in 1938. Since the last federal minimum wage hike to $7.25 an hour starting July 24th, 2009, the cost of living has increased 20%. While the price of essentials such as housing and healthcare have increased even faster. So what do you think? Should there be a minimum wage increase? Should there not? You can make your voice heard by calling or texting the Liquor Vault on airline at 209-362-0522 or email me at the studio at soundoff at 967theeagle.com and I'd love I'd love to hear from you. Right, let's get to a caller. Hello, you're on Sound Off. How are you? Hey Nate, Michigan City Bob here. Hey Bob. Good to have you on the show, man. What what are your thoughts? Well, can you live on eight dollars an hour? Uh, you know what? I I don't think my Amazon bill from my wife could stand eight dollars an hour. So, um, yeah, I th- gas, I need a little more than that. Gas is two seventy five and rising, almost three dollars a gallon. And if you figure you work in Laporte from Michigan City to Laporte, or from Laporte back to Michigan City, however many miles that is, that's a big chunk of your money right there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying make it fifteen dollars an hour. My opinion is making it like type of a two tiered thing. Younger people at a maybe eight, nine, nine, ten dollars an hour, but the older people that's trying to make a living because the Social Security isn't enough, they're they're trying to uh, you know fill in, make that a little bit higher. But uh, this guy that was on there a while ago, he said. Let the companies, you know, get rid of uh, minimum wage. Let the companies set it. That's like that's like having the the wolves at the chicken house rule the chicken house. That that the companies aren't going to give you nothing unless they have to. So there should be an increase in minimum wage, but I don't think it should be that high. Sure, sure. Not no fifteen dollars, you know, straight across the board. I think it should be a two-tier type. If you're in school, X amount of dollars. But if you're still trying to make a living... Mm-hmm. And we, uh, you know, it's, it's so interesting I'm, you say that, because we do see that more and more in, in my nonprofit work. We, we see... You know, whereas before, let's say a fast food restaurant might be filled with a lot of uh, teenagers or, you know, maybe in college or something like that. And now you do see a lot more 50s, 60s, you know, getting into retirement age because they need to supplement an income. And, um, you know, and and so a lot of people might say, well, that's a that's a starter job. Well, for some people that are working, you know, uh, on Social Security, it might be the only job they can get. So. Um, right, right. Yeah, so we, we do see that. We see that quite a bit. So, Well, thanks so much for well, calling. All right, thanks, sir. Have a great yeah, day. Take care. Be safe. Yeah, you too, buddy. All right, bye-bye. All right, let's get to one more caller here. Hello, you're on Sound Off. How are you? Hey, Nate. Good yeah. afternoon. Good to have you on the show, man. Yep. Uh, so I guess I have three points to make about the raising of the minimum wage. Yep. So one is... There's been an increasing wealth gap in the U.S. for the last 50 years or so where the the kind of upper ends and the lower ends have been growing and the middle class has been uh, shrinking a lot. And I think a lot of that has to do with wages, the way that companies pay their workers and kind of what the previous caller was talking about, what they can and can't get away with as far as paying people. And I think that actually is a big problem for society and for, you know, 
the equality of society. I think there needs to be a healthy middle class. I think we shouldn't be getting so many people down into poverty. Uh, so that's one point is that we need to kind of shrink that wealth gap. And one way to do that is to increase the minimum wage. The other thing is people need a living wage. So if people need a certain amount of money in order to survive, if they're not getting paid that by their place of work, then something's going to have to supplement that and make up for that. And if that's the case, then we're usually looking at social programs, kind of work that uh, the PAC Center does with you know supplementing food and other things like housing. So if you need a, a living wage, if you need an amount of money for somebody to survive in society, which I think in Indiana it's like $12 or $13 an hour or whatever it is, it seems like it should be the people that are benefiting off of someone's work that's paying them that wage, not, you know, the various taxes and, and uh, uh, nonprofit organizations, which do great work, but it's work that's being forced by underpayment. You know, I think it was like Walmart, the people at Walmart that are, you know, multi, multi, multi billionaires and their workers don't make enough to, to live. And so they have to get, supplemental housing and, and SNAP benefits and things like that. And I think that that's just unfair and not a great business plan. And then the final point is kind of a cultural point, I suppose. And they're like, I think most of us recognize that business is really cool and there's a lot of innovation and a lot of hardworking people that do a lot of interesting stuff in society. And raising the minimum wage and providing a standard of living that people can survive off of, first of all, will create a lot more consumers to buy the products that people are producing anyways. And then uh, secondly, it will just increase the social value and appreciation of business, which I think is good. Like I think we want to be proud of our businesses and we want to be proud of, of, uh, of what we're doing and people getting paid a living wage is a, is a really good way to do that. And I think there, there are local businesses here that pay above $15 an hour and you know, whatever the living wage is here. And I, and I appreciate that about those businesses and I'm more likely to buy from those businesses because of, what they're doing for their workers as well as for the community. Sure. So I just thought that those those kinds of things, those cultural points are also important where people don't look at businesses as just exploiting, but, you know, kind of contributing to society and pulling people out of poverty and giving them an opportunity. Absolutely. So those are my points. All right. Thanks for calling. All right. Thanks. A couple couple texts here that we received. Greetings. Uh, sorry, the uh, Facebook Facebook comments, rather. Greetings. I don't believe there should be a one-size-fits-all approach. I believe that there should be a formula that automatically ties minimum wage to the cost of living in an area. So it might be $20 in Chicago and $10 in a rural area. If cost of living goes up, so does the minimum wage. If uh, we have another recession and the cost of living goes down, so does the minimum wage. Basing the wage on a formula is a set-it-up-and-forget-it set approach that saves lawmakers from having to vote for minimum wage increases. It's no secret that businesses will always oppose being forced to spend more money on labor. A formula-based minimum wage saves lawmakers from having to choose between the workers and the businesses in their district. Thanks. One more. I have no problem with an increase in minimum wage. I just believe it should be a staggered increase over a given amount of time. For example, $1.25 maybe per year. All right, let's get to one more caller. Hello, you're on Sound Off. How are you? Hello, Nate. Hey, welcome to the show. How are you, bud? Okay. Um, people bring up this all the time, and I'd like to know if you've got a definition for it. What is a living wage? 
Yeah, so there is a there is actually a technical definition of a living wage. A living wage would be whether or not uh, essentially you can afford the bare necessities without governmental services. So can you afford a, um, you know, your uh, electric bill, your uh, housing costs and stuff like that without needing any kind of, um, you know, let's say welfare or any kind of SNAP benefits. Yeah. So uh, and, and they do studies and they tell you essentially in, in which yeah. county you need it. And I think in Indiana or in LaPorte County, it's a little, it's between 11 and a half to $12 an hour. Yeah. Uh, well, now you had a guy worked at the radio station, and uh, I think it was paying ten dollars an hour then. Artie Creed, and he said he can live just fine on that ten dollars an hour. That's just fine. But he was a single man. He lived in an apartment, <clears throat> and he drove an older Chevrolet car. Okay, that was. That was his living standard. That's why I'm saying I wanted to compare that. My living wage is much lower than Donald Trump's living wage or Rockefeller's living wage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A, a person living in a, a little house in town that maybe they paid $40,000 for, and uh, some of them got a car. Some of them don't need a car because they're within walking distance of everything. And that way they and they don't walk over to the casino and maybe they don't smoke or something, you know? So their living wage, it was like you read it off, um, essentials, food, shelter, and clothing. Beyond that, it doesn't include an $800 cell phone and a a $3,000 computer sitting there for you to play on, you know? So what is a living wage? It's, it's different. For a person living in Arkansas on the side of a hill and is happy uh, with his wood-burning cabin, you know, uh, and uh, and raising a few chickens uh, <laughs> compared to maybe eating a fancy restaurant every day or something like that. So yeah. I, I don't know how it can be. Uh, I guess you uh, gave the best example for it. It's for essentials. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Essentials. Yep. And... And a, and a good share of the time, gasoline is not an essential. You know, I mean, yes, if you want to run over to Valparaiso and play around or something, yes. But if you're retired, as my grandparents were uh, uh, back in the 80s, uh, you know, they they just uh, relaxed at home, basically. Sure. Sure. That's so. Anyway, and I know when I came out of the service, I think the minimum wage, that there was one, well, U.S. slicing machine company started out to a dollar and eighty an hour, and uh, what year was that? I worked there a couple. This was nineteen sixty-two. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, First of sixty-three. Okay, so I worked there a little bit until I found a job in by trades, and the the fellow I hired in was asked me. He said, "Well, how much are you making now?" I says, "A dollar eighty. He says, why don't you come to us and drive a truck and run a machine? He said, uh, we'll see how you work out. Well, I'll give you $2 an hour. Come to work tomorrow. And uh, worked there a month, and all of a sudden, the checks come out, and they doubled my wages mm-hmm. to the, the basic rate, you know. Yep. And that was 1965, and a bulldozer operator got paid $4.10 an hour wow. because I was doing the work. 
And so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. It's got you got to have a little plateau down there. Sure. But you can't. You're going to ruin it for everybody. And who does? Say you pay a, a people fifteen dollars an hour, which nobody's proposed that. They propose graduating up to it. Am I correct? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's not going to be fifteen dollars an hour next month. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to be that yeah. way in four or five years. Yeah. Now. Twenty twenty six, twenty thirty, yeah. something like that. Yep. Yeah. So it, and if you. Raising the products, you hurt the lowest people. You you hurt the people that make an eight dollars an hour now, because you raise it to fifteen, you're gonna raise up the ones of us that can afford it. It don't make a difference how how much you raise it. You know, okay. we'll we'll buy what we can of it. But when you start taking it away from the people who just can't afford it now, so all right, okay, Nate. Well, thanks uh, for calling. I, I wore, I run out of words. <laughs> All right. Take care, buddy. All right. <laughs> bye, right. bye. Thanks for listening to me. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Now, I do want to say before our commercial break real quick, I did look this up because I wanted to know the, the increase in, in minimum wage over the years and where it's been. And in 1968, the minimum wage was $1.60, which might not seem a lot, but it, according to inflation, in 1968, $1.60 was worth $12.09 today. So actually, the minimum wage was higher back in the 60s um, than it is today. It's actually the lowest the minimum wage has ever been for your dollar per hour right now than it's it's ever been. Uh, as after they've instituted the minimum wage anyway, um, uh, at least, yeah, I should say at least since the 50s. So anyway, look at that time. We have to take a break to let our sponsors have a word. I need you to stand up, make maybe do some stretching, get yourself a snack, take, you know, sing maybe Take Me Out to the Ball Game or something because it is that stretch for us. And keep listening to Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle. Hello, friends. Welcome back to our final segment of Sound Off. We're talking about the federal minimum wage, and we're getting your opinions on this. Now, we have a couple texts, and we're going to get some more calls. Try to be as short as possible so we get to as many as possible. But um, a couple comments here from Facebook. Has to be a living wage. Another one, raised to a decent wage. And what about price control on rent, utilities, prescriptions, food, etc.? A couple more. It's been 12 years since it started at 725. It's time for a change. One more. Yes, it's well past time. It needs to be raised substantially. All right, let's get to another caller. Hello, you're on Sound Off. How are you? Hello, uh, that me? That's you, buddy. How are you? Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Hey, I kind of agree with some of these uh, callers that maybe, you know, there should be a different rate for, say, a part time job than a regular full time job in a factory. That's one thing. And I agree with what Bill said. There, depending on where you live in the country, $15 makes a whole lot more difference in your life than in other places of the country. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if, you, you know, this mini, minimum wage, living wage, yeah, you can't define that. These jobs that are so-called minimum wage jobs, maybe they're starter jobs for kids. You got kids in high school just just looking to make some extra money say eight fifty nine dollars an hour maybe it should be but to raise that up to where it's like fifteen dollars or what to call a living wage to mm-hmm. raise a family see those jobs aren't made for a, a person to raise a family of four flipping burgers at the fast food joint mm-hmm. they're for kids to come in and start their career or start their work ethic just to get a job and get started in life and say, oh, this is, you know, I got to come to work at a certain time. I make money, but it's just for fun money. 
is not to raise a family. Sure. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling. Thanks. All right. Um, and again, I, I will say this. The minimum wage was not started um, just for kids. It was started for anyone. And again, FDR essentially, and you can read some of FDR's opinions on this because, again, it was one of FDR's major uh, New Deal kind of accomplishments in that is he believed that um, everyone that works should have a fair wage. Um, and what is a fair wage? Obviously, as many callers have ca- said, is uh, hard to determine sometimes. But the question is, is seven fifty a fair wage for anyone? And that's what we've been asking. All right. Hello, you're on Sound Off. How are you? Hi. Hi, um, Yeah. No, they should not raise minimum wage. They should decrease what politicians make. And as I said before, minimum wage for minimum skills. You want to earn more money, but learn more skills. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling. All right. Go to another caller. Hello. You're on Sound Off. How are you? Hello? All right, get to another caller. Hello, you're on Sound Off. How are you? Is that me? Yeah, that's you. Welcome to the show. How are you? Well, I've been listening, driving. I just pulled the garage from this hailstorm we got going on. Oh, no. But, well, uh, stay safe. We're, we're living under a caste system, just like they are in other countries and other people in other countries. Just go back in your history and see what it is. It's a caste system. It's like India. Mm-hmm. England had it in all their colonies. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to get any higher up. Yeah. Just learn about the caste system and you'll figure it all out by... All right, so we've got some homework here, everyone. We've uh, been challenged to read about the caste system. All right, here's another caller. Hello, you're on Sound Off. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hello? Hello. Hey, you're on Sound Off. How are you? Okay, Pastor Nate. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. So what do you think? Should there be a minimum wage increase or not? I think there should be. I I, I think about what Bob said. Uh and there's a lot of elderly people that have to go back into the workforce uh, to supplement Social Security. Uh, maybe they're at the minimum of what Social Security pays, and that's not much, you know. So, uh, yeah, I think they should for people like that. You know, uh, one one of your previous uh, callers said get more skills. Well, how's a 66 or... 68 or 70 year old person going to get more skills at that age yeah. um, they're doing what they can to work you know to to bring in enough maybe to cover those groceries and pay the rent or whatever their needs may be uh, so yeah I think that they should uh, uh, I kind of agree with Jeff though I'm not with $15 an hour but I certainly don't see anything wrong with uh Say ten, ten dollars an hour, perhaps. Sure. And the other caller brought up uh, the disparity in the wealth gap, and that's true. Uh, the middle class has been in a state of decline in this country for some time, and I attribute that primarily to the downfall of uh, 
the labor unions. Mm -hmm. If you look at the number of uh, unionized workers today as to what it was in the 60s, it's just a fraction. And uh, they've been trying to phase labor unions out through legislation, things of that nature. And ultimately, it's hurt the American worker. So, you know, that's about all I could say to that nate but right. yeah i think they should raise it somewhat. all right well thanks so much for calling buddy have a good week you couple, do the same thank you yeah no problem a couple more comments here from uh online from our facebook and, and different things like that and I, I do encourage you to like us on facebook 96.7 the eagle wcoe or hometownnewsnow.com just search us up and like us on there and stay up to date with what we're doing you can stay up to date what topics we're talking about on the show and things like that if you miss an episode of uh sound off you can listen to the sound off podcast but a couple more comments here before we end the show i think the minimum wage should increase but not 15 dollars an hour what about people already making that are there wages is going to increase accordingly it could cause everything else to skyrocket such as food and medical care another comment here i believe since it has been the same for 12 years and the minimum and the price of the dollar is not worth the same as it was 12 years ago due to inflation the minimum wage should be adjusted to whatever the dollar is worth now compared to then i don't exactly agree with 15 percent or 15 dollars but it does need to be adjusted finally one more I believe it should be at least $10. $15 is too drastic of an increase for businesses to absorb that fast. Like others stated, that it would just skyrocket prices across the board. You know, I, I have uh, lots of mixed opinions on this, and, and I do work with lots of people that um, are suffering from low wages, whether it's seven twenty-five an hour or it's $8 an hour, and they're working, their, you know, working hard to try to you know, get a better wage and things like that. But um, I, I do know this, you know, one of the things that we can do to help each other is, um, you know, look out for the needs of each other. And if you see somebody in need, help them, advocate for them, you know, and continue to engage in ways that are helpful for your neighbor, not just yourself. So thank you for listening. Sound Off is a community conversation program that airs twice each week on 96.7 The Eagle and online as well and through our 96.7 The Eagle mobile app. I'm sure you've downloaded it. Today's show has been produced by Dennis the Invincible Sedell and edited by Jeff the Incomparable Woo Gazer. I'm your host, Nate, the Mostly Inept Laux. We'll be back here on Friday with the CEO and CFO of Horizon Bank to talk about the economy, the banking industry, and other things like that. If you've got a question about that, we're going to talk about you know what this new uh, stimulus package means to the economy and stuff like that with some people that are on the, the forefront of that. But until then, be good to yourself and to others. Enjoy your week and keep listening to 96.7 The Eagle. Thank you for joining us and voicing your opinion on this edition of Sound Off. The views on Sound Off are those of the host or callers and do not represent the opinion of 96.7 The Eagle, Spoon River Media LLC, or the sponsors. Sound Off airs every Monday and Friday at 1230. Please mark your calendar and join us again for the next edition of Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle. Thank you for listening to the Sound Off podcast at 96.7 TheEagle.com.